In this podcast episode, I'll talk to you about why your plans won't always work out in order to grow your business. Stay tuned. Glad to have you here on another podcast episode. If you're watching on YouTube, hi. If you're listening to the audio format, hi. And again, if you want to watch the video, you can go to the YouTube channel, the Detailing Business Class Podcast. Just you'll find the episodes there, or at least most of them. I'll, I'll probably miss a few as far as not recording it on, on, on video and then uploading it to YouTube. But nonetheless, most of them will be on the YouTube channel. So today's episode, we're talking about why your plans won't go as planned in order to grow your business. I mean, I personally have seen this week after week for years now, right? And as soon as you start your business, you'll quickly realize, okay, I plan for steps one, two, three. And the way I executed it was actually one, four, six, two, three, you know, like it's not going to go as planned just because once you actually get the ball rolling on whatever it is that you're doing, not just business, but anything in life, then you actually put it into play. And although you have a plan, there's many other things not against you, but that would just naturally happen due to life that will make you adjust your plans. So I have my talking notes here as usual. I'll be referencing referencing them. That's why I'm looking down if you're watching this on, on the video. Um, so on the first point is you can only plan so much, okay? Um, if you're starting your business, okay, what are you going to do? You're going to look at, you know, the detailers in your area, um, what they're charging, the services that they're offering, the type of customers. Are they mobile or shop-based? Um, you know, how much money do you have to start? Um, what are your options as far as, are you going to start garage based or are you going to be mobile? Are you going to do both? Um, you know, you, you can only do so much because you like, you can see like, okay, this is the, the price. This is where I'm at. This is what I can start, uh, offer and such, but nothing matters. Or at least I should say it will start to matter. Your plan will start to matter once you actually start taking action. Um, and you will quickly realize, I mean, you can write out your little business plan and in the first 30 days of starting your business, you'll look back to your, your business plan and you're like, wow, I did nothing that I said I was going to do. And not that you're not taking action or whatever, but it's like what you thought was going to happen versus what actually happens are two completely different things that that plan you made that you've only been running for 30 days is like irrelevant. It's like, it, it's not actually what plays out. Um, whether it's due to like, you thought you're going to be able to spend I don't know, 20 hours a week on your business and you actually only have five hours a week. Whether you thought, yeah, by 30 days, I should be making at least 500 bucks a month and you haven't even made your first 100. Um, things like that will just instantly happen. So you can only plan so much. It's once you start taking action, you'll really start to see um, what's really going to happen. So with your, when you're planning or whatever, it's like spend, spend just the most minimal amount of time planning because what... Your, your act, the, the real plan will start to develop once you actually start taking action. So like I'm telling you, like if you're on your third weekend, second weekend, your fifth day, whatever, still planning your business, you're still writing out your business plan, you're wasting time. You're absolutely wasting time. The faster you take action, the faster you'll know what you should and shouldn't be doing. Right. So a lot of the questions that I get about, hey, how do I do this? How do I do that? What about this? What about that? Can I do this? Can I do that? This person said that. This person said this. How do I do that? How do I answer? All those questions that I get, I want to say at least half of those questions that detailers ask me about their business and such, those questions will be answered if you just take action on it. 
So if you're like, hey, so um, when am I, accept, when am I uh, supposed to accept payment from the customer? And I can easily tell you, right? But if you just go service a customer and you go accept payment, you're like, oh, okay, I should do it after the detail, right? Like it, it, You'll just naturally find the answer by you taking action on it. Of course, I'm not saying that, you know, getting, getting advice doesn't help. But, and that was like an like a easy question to answer. Um, but the truth is that if you just go and take action on that thing, you will find out what the answer is. And perhaps you don't get the perfect answer, but nonetheless, you'll have a much better direction of like, okay, this was my question. I want to go do it. Um, you know, X, Y, Z happened. So that wasn't bad. Let me try that again. Or, hmm, I don't like how that went. Let me try it this way. That in itself is, is the answer for you because that's experience, right? Um, so things like that is like once you start taking action, that's when everything actually starts to formulate and you're like, oh, okay, now I understand what to do. Okay, so next point is um, don't worry about... So I, I heard this on a blog or on a podcast and someone went, mentioned that Jeff Bezos said it. But then I tried to look for that quote and then I found like some other articles about like some thing like it's it's like I don't think Jeff Bezos said that. I heard someone say that someone said this on, on that Jeff Bezos had said this, but I couldn't find it. But basically what they said is don't worry about consistency. Focus on truth. Um, and. Uh, basically what that means is, okay, I'll give you a perfect example, okay? A while ago, let's say a few months ago maybe now, by the time you're listening to this, perhaps a few months ago, um, I had said I was going to post 100 videos in 90 days on my YouTube channel, right? Um, and I announced it. I was like, I, sure I, was, I was sure about this. I, I, we made a bunch of like ideas on, on videos to shoot. And within a week, we stopped doing that, Okay. Now, from the outside looking in, it's like, hey, you said you were going to do, you know, post 100 videos in 90 days. You made it to 30 days or whatever, 35 days. Um, what happened? Did you fail? Um, was it too hard? Whatever, whatever. And again, from the outside looking in, it, it looks more like a failure, right? It looks more like a you're not consistent. Now, that was the plan, right? That's the plan to achieve the end goal. Now, what was that end goal? Um, right? It's, it's to build like an audience, build a following, right? Now, there was like... And this is just to give you like a, a general idea. I'm not going to get into all the details just because I'm going to deviate from the from this main episode. Um, but basically, it's like, okay, I'm actually going to stop the 90 day the 90 day challenge, right? Because although, yes, posting a video every day was a part of the plan, okay? But posting a video every day doesn't necessarily help me reach the main goal, right? So I said I was going to post 90, day, 90 videos, 100 videos in 90 days, that's the consistency. But the truth, meaning what was the real goal? What's the main goal? What's the main objective of this? So the consistency part was I'm going to post a video a day. But the goal, the objective is I want to build an audience, right? So although I, I, I stopped the challenge, I didn't stop the objective, which is to build an audience. It's just I found another method. And I don't share like every single last tactic and thing that we do in our business just because I mean, it changes so often, you know, um, but that's a fact to where like on a weekly, biweekly basis, I'm changing something up. I'm like, hey, we're going this way with whatever, with some type of marketing, with some type of whatever, whatever. And I'm like, mm, no, let's change. And it happens that frequently. And it's not like a major shift of like, hey, let's go from, you know, offering pain correction to now let's offer, you know, uh, wheel repair. Like that, that's that's too big of a turn, right? Like that's that's not within our wheelhouse. Um, so obviously it's like when I make the plans and, and I change plans, it's like it, it's it makes sense. It's not I'm not deviating so far off of like what we're currently doing. But things always change. I am always changing the plan. 
Um, and it's so again, you want to don't focus on what is it? Don't focus on consistency. Focus on truth. Meaning, if you say, okay, I'm I'm gonna grow my business with Instagram, and you're doing it, and you're like, hmm, but like I'm already getting work, I'm already getting customers through Facebook. So why am I doing Instagram? But I still don't do Instagram. So so Instagram has to work now, right? Because it's working for everyone else. It's like, well, but I'm spending so much time here, and I'm not getting customers, but. Facebook is bringing me customers, so do I, do I give up on Instagram, right? So don't focus on consistency. Don't focus on saying, well, I said I was going to do Instagram. I told everyone I was going to do Instagram. Everyone else is using Instagram, so I need to use Instagram, right? Don't focus on the consistency part. Focus on, okay, well, what's the main objective? What's the goal of using Instagram to get more customers? Okay, well, you're getting customers through Facebook. Just do more stuff over there at Facebook and get more customers. You're still doing the same goal. It's just, it's just not within the same plan that you had planned for, right? So don't focus on the consistency. Don't focus on the tactics that you had put out. Focus on, hey, what's the end goal and what gets you to that end goal? Because again, like most of the things that I do change. Most of the things that I work on change. Within a week, it changes, right? So you have to be able to adapt on the fly. Um, next is when things don't go as planned, that's when you adjust. And it kind of goes to my first point to where, um, like for instance, like when something's not working, do you just keep on doing it? No. And again, and, and again, you, you won't know what's not going to work or what is going to work until you actually start taking action. That's why the whole planning and like overcomplicating or overanalyzing or, you know, doing all these things, a plan. It's like it, it not that it becomes pointless, but like it is not the real plan. It is not the real plan. So if you're still like, oh, well, I, I want to get, you know, X, Y, Z more products before I start. And I'm just waiting on my website and my logo and I just want my shirts and I'm just waiting on my pricing and I'm just waiting for this and that. It's like. Once you get all that, nothing changes. Once you acquire everything you said you want, nothing changes in the business. Nothing changes. So like why like until you actually start taking action, nothing changes in your business. So it's like you should not wait. And that goes across the board for everything. It's not like, oh, well, well, I'm already starting, so I, you know, I can I can wait a little bit. It's like, no, you can't. Like I can, you know, there's dozens of examples on my end with our business where like I didn't wait. I just, you know, we were unprepared. We were uh, uninformed, but I was like, it needs to be done. Like, we'll just, I'll just, we'll just figure it as we go. The 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 most clear uh, um um example of this one is when we were hiring. So with um when we hired our first official employee, right, like not just a helper, where, where we were paying him, you know, like we were would uh, we would Venmo him, you know, whatever, however much per per week or per day. Um, I'm talking like like it's actually on like on a, on payroll W two I four, you know, like they're actually on payroll and and like we're withholding taxes and the company, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, our first hire, I had no idea what to do. I don't know the paperwork they needed to sign. I don't know what, what, what proof of identification they needed. I didn't know like what hours, when to clock in, how to clock in, like, like uh, where to clock in. I didn't have them, um, know like, you know, the, the, the dress code or dress attire or their, st- the standard that we were going to hold them to or what time they're going to come in or leave. Or like, I, I knew nothing, but I was like, dude, we need to hire someone. And over time, right now that we've gone through four other employees from the first employee that we hired right? Person A. Um, it was like all just unstructured, wobbly, just, you know, it was a, a, a rough start, didn't know what to do, didn't know how to file things, didn't know what to do. And you just jump four people over, right? And the last person that we hired, it's like, I know exactly what to tell them, tell them I know exactly what to, what, um, what to like, uh, not exactly, but I have a much better understanding of what they need to know, what I need to show them, what we need to talk about, what they need to expect from us, what we expect from them, the dress code, the attire, the 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 onboarding process, the you know, the uh the um like it's just it's it's a completely different picture from the first person to just the fourth person. Like it's a completely different picture. Um and that's what I mean. Like I 
it's better to just like, okay, let's just go hire and like literally day by day, we're like, oh, hey, you need to sign this. Oh, hey, by the way, you need to do this. Oh, hey, by the way, this, this needs to be done. Um, it was literally that straightforward. So, you know, like, and I can give you plenty of examples with that method of like when Lex and I first started working together, when we got our new van, when, um, you know, you started doing your first paint correction coding. It's like you evolve with everything. So you're going to, you are going to clearly see that in your business. And even if you're just starting and you have, you know, you have one customer, you will see the same progression, right? It's, it's going to be the same, just at different levels with different things going on, but it's the same thing. Um, whether you're getting your first customer or you're on your hundredth customer, it's going to be the same thing. Um, so if you're, okay, so here's a good one. If your plans, uh, if you, if your plans plan out perfectly, something is probably wrong. Okay, and I don't mean to say this like in, in like um, like things have to go wrong, but what I'm saying is like if you if you say hey okay I'm gonna do steps one two three and the exact steps of one two three happen, I don't want to say it's it's I shouldn't say it's wrong, but it's more like maybe you didn't you're planning super short term, or you're giving yourself like very tiny steps to take and that's your plan, which I guess isn't wrong, but um you know for instance like if if I plan my if I plan right now to to go run up to go to the park and run okay i'm gonna say what okay what are the steps okay i have to change get to my car get to the park and go run right that's a pretty simple step but like in those intermediate steps there's gonna be like a dozen other things that have to get taken care of right not that okay going to the park not a hard thing but i'm saying like as far as planning every single last detail out you just can't do that right oh snap i forgot i have to bring this bag with me oh man i forgot that i'm supposed to do this oh snap i forgot that the parking is whatever whatever right so what i'm trying to get at is like if if usually and it's better to anticipate that your plan isn't going to go perfectly because it's not right and if it does it's like hmm did you plan out far enough or like is that was it that easy of a plan to follow or you know, like you should never expect for something to go perfectly, right? Again, don't focus on the plan itself, focus on the goal. So you don't need your plan to go perfect in order to achieve the goal that you want. And it just you shouldn't. That that's not that's not a good thing to have. Um so this one, the next one is the one thing that you hope will change your business will probably not do that. Um and I've gone through the I've gone through this plenty of times too, where I'm like, okay. I'm going to do this now. And, oh, I'm for sure going to get, you know, customers from here. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to make money now. Oh, man, like, this is the month. This is the time where, you know, I'm really going to get some bookings in. And nine out of ten times, it doesn't happen, right? Um, that post that you thought was going to do great, that video you thought that was going to do great, that ad that you ran you thought was going to do great, you thought that creating a website is going to bring you customers, you thought that one customer that said they were going to refer you ten people, you thought they were going to do you, um, you know, bring in a lot of work. And none of it happens, right? So, don't, it's not to say that don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Because for instance, for us, the way we've been able to grow to 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 a month is our primary marketing channel is search engine optimization. SEO, like that is where 80% of our leads and customers come from. Um, so it's not to say that don't put all your eggs in one basket, but it's to say like you can't, and first, like most of the things that you do in your business are going to fail, most of the things you're going to do in your business are going to fail. So to think that this one thing you're going to do is going to transform your business, it's a hard gamble, right? Because, and this is across all companies, right? Like imagine if you went to any company and they were like, yeah, so out of the 10 things that we did to grow our business, eight of those things work. Like it's just not going to happen. 
it's not going to happen. Look at any company. Like, it's only but a few things that really transpired their business and took them to that next level. And once they got to that next level, they acquired more resources, more help, more money. And that's like, okay, we grew to whatever, a million through Facebook ads. Now we have, now we can hire a content marketer and, and pay them X amount. And we have the, res, you know, we have this amount of resources to throw into the content machine. So, okay, here, now grow the content machine. And now they have money coming in through Facebook ads and they have money coming in through content marketing. And then you level up again. It's like, okay, now we can, you know, tackle uh, Google ads. Now. So it's like you, every time you level up and you get more resources, you can expand your channels to acquire customers. Um, so like for, but for us, for me, like for our business specifically, most of our business comes through um, search engine optimization. So if I were to bet on one thing, like if our one thing is SEO, right? But for most of you, like even if you start on your SEO, right? Because like, I just said like, hey, we're making 10, 15,000 through SEO. Does that mean it'll transform your business when you start working on it? No, that's what I'm getting at. Like don't expect one thing to be like, this is the, the main thing that changes everything. Over time, that you keep on working on it and progressing with it and iterating it, it can be. But it's more of like the, hey, like if you're doing this one thing, it doesn't mean it's going to be that one thing right now that's going to transform your business, right? Like we've been able to get to 10,000 plus per month over years, over the compound effect of SEO every year working and working and working and working. Um, but it wasn't the one thing right out the gate, you know? So with, um, it's just, it's just hard. It's very hard to grow your business when you have that mentality with, with, Every time you're going to do something, you're like, this is the one. This is what's going to grow my business. Like, this is the one that's going to change everything. Um, it's hard to do that because you're always in, in a state of, like, not fear or desperation, but it's, like, urgency. You're like, okay, this, this is the one, right? Like, th this is going to change everything, right? Um, and usually, it's not the case. It's not going to be the case. And, look, for your business, SEO might not work, right? The city, the, just whatever, the, whatever the, the reason, SEO might not work for you. So it might be for you, Instagram. It might be Facebook. It might be Google Ads. It might be Facebook Ads. It's going to be different for every person, right? So what you see online of like, okay, well, that person's growing, and the only thing he's doing is is posting on Instagram. But you don't know what, what they're, you know, what's actually bringing in them customers. Like, you don't know what's the actual ROI on what they're doing. So for every person, it's going to be different, all right? And the last point I'll talk about here is you are definitely... 100% without a doubt, you're going to miss your goals. Okay, you will miss some goals. And you know what? That's absolutely fine. First and foremost, when you set goals, it's an arbitrary number, right? If you say, man, this, this month I want to make, like let's say last month you made 2,500, okay? Congratulations, that's amazing. And then this month you're like, I want to make 3,500 this month, okay? So you want to make an additional 1,000. Now, again, it's an arbitrary, arbitrary number, Meaning, why 3,500? Because you made 2,500 last month? What makes you think you're going to hit 3,500? Why don't you hit, why don't you aim for 4,500? Why not 5,000? Why don't you set 2,000? Why are you choosing, choosing 3,500? Because it's, it's just a little more than 2,500. At the end of the day, your goals, like all the numbers you said, are fake. It's, it's a made-up number. There, there's no value behind the number, right? Because you're making it up, right? So if I say our, our goal is to hit 25,000 and we never hit 25,000 a month, does that make me less of a human being or like is my worth as a detailer or as a business person lower or less because I didn't hit the goals? No, like everything is made up. All the numbers you choose, every like, frankly, yeah, our goal is to hit 25,000 a month. Where's that number coming from? Why did I choose it? It's, it's a fake number. There, there's no, I just, I saw the number 25. I was like, that's a good number. I'm going to go for that number. But 
the reality is it's it's a fake number. There's there's no value behind it. Uh, there is obviously it's money, but what I'm saying is as far as like how that number is chosen, it's not. So with your goals, first it's like you're just choosing a number because it looks good. But there's no if you miss it, it's not you know representative representative of like you or what you're worth or that you can't hit your goals. It's literally just a number you chose out of thin air. It's literally just a number, right? Um, but second, it's like, it's, it's, it's not so much about hitting a goal, a goal every single month or week or, or whatever you're planning, right? Um, and if you're hitting your goal every month, I mean, you know, are you setting enough, are you setting big enough goals, right? So, so you can miss a goal. You're going to miss a goal either way, right? Like, let's say you, you said, I want to make $500 this month, right? Just $500 and you miss it. Okay. What if you say, I want to make $5,000 this month and you miss it? Okay, does, does it change because you set a bigger goal and you didn't reach it versus setting a smaller goal and you didn't reach it? Either way, you didn't reach your goal, right? So there's a lot of ways that you can look about goal setting and such. And of course, you always want to be realistic, right? Like for me, setting 25000 it's not like, it wasn't crazy, you know, it wasn't an astronomical number, but it was a lot higher than what we could hit comfortably over the next two, three months, right? So it's reasonable because like we have to work a little hard for that. We got to, you know, you know, kind of fine tune what we're doing and probably, you know, put a bit more effort in, but it's a, it's an achievable goal. If I were to say, I want to hit a hundred thousand a month in the next three months. Okay. That's like, is it possible? Sure. Has someone ever done it? Possibly. Are we able to do that based on the resources that we have? Most likely not. Okay. So you always want to be reasonable, but still aiming for, for, for a big goal. Um, so when it comes to your, your goal setting, right, it's, it's a fake number, meaning, yes, that's a number, but there's no actual, like, what's the weight behind that number other than you just want to hit it. Um, but nonetheless, are, are, are you setting high enough goals, right? If you're, if you're hitting, if you're hitting your goal every month, it's like, are those big enough goals though, right? In the beginning, you want to set more realistic goals, right? You want to say, Hey, I want to make 500 this month. I want to make 1500 next month. But once you have the ball moving and you have some momentum, you're like, okay, let me hit 3,000. You, you're going to miss it, right? You might miss it. You're most likely going to miss it. But that's fine. You always have something to strive for, right? Like we haven't hit 25,000. The close we've come to is 20,000. So it's like I'm still, I'm still you, know, um, you know, scratching towards that 25,000. It's just week by week, month by month. Okay, just a step closer to 25,000, a step closer to 25,000. And again, it's a made-up number. Why did it? Why didn't I come up with fifty thousand? It's the same principles, right? If we're if the goal is fifty thousand, and we're at twenty-seven thousand, okay, just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. It's always just a little bit more before you get to the goal. Um, so it's okay to miss your goals, right? Depending if you're just starting, depending on your resources, depending on if they're big enough, it's okay to to miss goals, right? It's okay to miss goals. We miss them all the time. Why? Probably because I probably do set them a little bit too big and in a much smaller constrained time frame, right? Um, but that's okay. I'm not worried about it because I'm still just going to keep on pushing every month to reach that higher goal. And if you miss a goal, right, do you want to miss a goal that's a large goal or do you want to miss a goal that's a small goal, right? Like, would you rather come up short on 10000 a month or would you rather come up short on 5000 a month, right? Either way, you're coming up short, but which one do you want to come up short on, you know? Um, so, you know, it's okay to miss goals. It's not the end of the world. You're just going to try again. It sucks. I know you you, you really want to push forward and, 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 and grow your business and, and get it to the point where it's like making real money and you want to leave your job and you want to dedicate your time just into growing your business. But things take time. 
you're going to miss your goals. And if, if you're limited on resources like time, money, energy, which we all are, you can only move so fast. So I'm going to end the episode right here. Hopefully you learned something from this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and like, subscribe, and comment down below. And if you want to check this out on YouTube and you're listening to this on the audio format, then just go to YouTube and search in the Detailing Business Class Podcast and the channel will pop up right there. But whether you're listening to this on audio or watching this on YouTube, you can check in the show notes or in the description box down below to download the ultimate guide to start your detailing business, to request access to the detailing, uh, to the Detail Groove Training Facebook group, and any other link that I have will be down below. All right. I'll talk to everyone on the next one. Bye-bye.